entrepreneur, fitness professional, brand creator. Phil from Raiden turned a passion for fitness into a brilliant business plan. Hailing from Scarborough's East End, Phil grew up in a tough Malvern community that shaped the way he views the world. Phil has took a nonlinear path in his path to entrepreneurship, from opening up his own gym facility to creating an authentic brand to serving Scarborough's community. Phil from Raiden embodies the rose that grew in Scarborough. This is a culture conversation. Hey, what's up world? Checking in once again for another episode of A Culture Conversation. I'm your host, Twin GQ, founder of TGQ Inc. Today we got a special guest, um, Scarborough's very own, uh, one of my dear friends and uh, brother, Phil from Raiden. What's up, man? What's up, man? I'm good. Good to see you, bro. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been good, man. Yeah, man. First off, we want to say thank you for joining us here on our platform. And, you know, I've always seen what you've been doing from afar. So, you know, it's great to have you on our podcast today. And, you know, we're going to kind of tap into a lot of a lot of things. And, you know, I want you to just check in with us. And Mm -hmm. first off, just tell me, like, what's up with you, man? How you been? And I'm chilling, man. I think, um, you know, there's not much that we can do um, as of late. No, but um, I think it gives us a sense of time to kind of like chill out a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of, um, you know, take a break and, and, and tackle things that we, we normally wouldn't. Yeah. And kind of just like iron it out a little bit better. So when we do come back, you know, that we're ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we we're talking about the pandemic, which I look at as, as our new reality. So right. how have you been able to adjust to the normalcy of the global pandemic and the whole Corona, like, 19 stuff yeah 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 um i think for personally um it allowed me to just like be more patient with stuff i think um i think i'm always like working on the go and i'm always trying to um just be productive as so much and i think it's always good to kind of like firstly slow down kind of um iron out your ideas and everything like that and and then yeah once again just wait until this comeback comes yeah and it's it's crazy because um i kind of suffer from the same affliction whereas like I'm always on like the go, the yeah. grind, I could call it, yeah. where you're always like locked in and zoned uh-huh. in, you know? So I feel like even for myself, the pandemic has been a time where I can kind of like just relax and right. kind of sit back and like you said, work on the back end of things, right. you know? And, you know, like I said, just figuring out the importance of rest mm-hmm. and, you know, having a routine and right. resetting your intentions. Cause mm-hmm. I think that's very important. Right. Especially for uh, entrepreneurs like ourselves, you know, I think a lot of times we we just get caught in, and stuck in the grind. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of ignore some red flags, you know, so I think um, it's been a good reset. You yeah, know what I mean, and sure. I, I've seen even what you've done with uh, with Raiden and taking mm-hmm. the brand now online and, you know, yeah. creating digital content. Right. So just talk about that and how you were able to adapt to, yeah. you know, the the constant evolution of the digital marketplace. and. Right keeping your brand relevant through the time of the pandemic. Yeah, correct. Um, I think in the beginning of this all, we are uncertain when we're going to come back, when things are going to iron out or, or slow down or reopen again. Um, and one of my weaknesses was, one of my weaknesses is like, I, I believe it's like online content. Mm. So I had to really get out of my comfort zone to really adapt to what's happening right now. Mm. You know, a lot of things were now taken online. Um, people are more engaged through social media at the time, you know, trying to figure out what's next mm. or just 
try and follow the trends or loops and things of, of that nature. Yeah. Um, so like during those times, it's like, damn, I can't teach any fitness classes physically. People can't be at my gym right now. So how can I continue to facilitate my service uh, through the fitness industry? Um, and that's what I did was uh, go on Instagram Live. Yeah. Um, that was consistent for about like three, four months. And we were doing it Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, you know, every evening. Um, that, that was a great way to stay connected with my um, original members and clients, but also um, expand to new um, followings uh, over social media. Yeah. Uh, so that was great. Yeah, and I've seen it, man. And man, I've been peeping. You got like some stuff in the works with Lululemon and stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that later. Right. Um, we're going to take a turn to your early influences. Obviously, me and you are both Scarborough natives. Yeah. Um, you know, we rep it in, in the, gr the greatest of ways. So. Yeah. Just talk about your your upbringing in, mm -hmm. in Scarborough growing up. I know you were a member of, you know, the Malvern community. So yeah. just kind of talk about that experience and how that really shaped the way you kind of see the world. Right. So I think at a young age, um, like at a young age, we were moving a lot, like every couple of years. So when we kind of like got to Scarborough, um, we originally moved to um, Mornell and Ellsmer. Mm. Um, so that was, you know, being a young kid and, and trying to fit in, that was kind of tough because like throughout my whole life, I was around a lot of brown and black people, right? And and for me, being like this funny Asian dude is just like, damn, I got to try to fit in with these guys, right? Yeah. So um, I think it, it, my mindset kind of changed or it was more so like I was, I didn't want to feel left out or um, I don't want to feel like they're passing up on me. So example, like playing sports, um, I hated, you know, to be, pick last because I'm like damn you're gonna you know pass up on me so anytime I got an opportunity I was you know ready to like showcase what I got or what I can do um because I'm I, I believe I'm you know confident enough to understand what I'm capable of yeah um and that just resonates throughout life too so yeah. you know being able to kind of just like work with a chip on your shoulder mm. and, and feeling like you know some, some sometimes things are stacked against you um and pressure's on I think that's great when you learn how to perform that rather than just like kind of shying away from it because like you don't, you want to give up on it you know yeah so um you know you you move to that area that's actually by my high school it's crazy yeah. that you say that and then what age were you when you moved into the malvern area i'm probably like 10 11 years old okay so what was that transition like moving? well like it was kind of similar to living in Mornell, you know like the same environment so there wasn't really much of a change. Like I, I, I was born and raised in Regent Park, and then we moved to like Jane and Finch, Finch Shepherd area, and then Monell in the moment. So it's like I've done seen that. So it's like it's not something new, but it, it, it was always giving me a chance to like see it from outside in, mm -hmm. saying like, yo, there's a certain problem or reason why these communities are like this. You know, why is it whether it's set up or not? It's more so you see visible minorities around you, lower income families around you, right? So you got to make sure you don't fall into it and, you know, go through, you know, bad experiences. Yeah. You know, so you got to have a mindset where, you know, you understand that, you know, I'm not going to be here for long uh, and, and I want to make the best out of it. Um, and I think with that mindset, you're kind of confident to push forward and not have these distractions around you play a factor. Yeah, and um, it's it's interesting that you said that because I feel like a lot of people fall victim to like being a product of their own environment, right? You know, and yeah. uh, there's always those kids that say, "Nah, man, like my environment isn't gonna, you know, impact my life in a negative way. You right. know, I'm gonna beat the system." Yeah. Um, 
raised above the status quo yeah you know so a person like yourself you know growing up in the toughest environments around toronto yeah um how are you able to keep that vision and then to say okay one day i'm gonna i'm gonna overcome my surroundings right i think growing up um you just always got to be curious i've learned to you know if you're curious ask a question so i think with that being said is i've learned a lot throughout my experience and other people's experience you know other people telling me you know this and that or what they've been through um for sure is is, is a resource for you to make better decisions as you grow up because they've been telling you about it so you don't want to go down those routes and stuff like that so i think you know being confident with what you can do um what your capabilities are and then um making right decisions to not get caught up in in the wrong side of things you know um so i think that was um the challenge was like trying to get obtain respect from your friends um the people around you um but also like not trying to lose yourself because you want to fit in mm. right and once you fit in that's what's going to happen you're going to be a product of your own environment and you're going to be too too deep into it where you won't be able to focus on yourself your goals and um then you're going to have that regret you know why, why I should have accomplished this I should have done that but it's you know just got to be strong you know have a strong emotional intelligence yeah. and um just stick with it yeah absolutely yeah. and you know we talk about coming from Scarborough and the pride that you hold and you know in the terms of taking over the world with that you know mm -hmm. chip on your shoulder yeah and you know talking about coming out the environment um what are some lessons that you know the Scarborough community kind of taught you I think like great like you know you can't give up um um you can't you know you can't get like you know pushed around i think that's that's the, that's the kind of um confidence you got to live with is like you can't allow these things to kind of disturb you or distract you or like kind of move you um so you got to stay in your own lane focus on your things yeah. um i think um it's 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 tough when you're surrounded by so much things where you want to be a part of and um yeah yeah and it's crazy because you you might go to high school and your friends might be doing x y and z yeah correct and you're focused on what you got to do but yeah. you know when you're 15 or 16 years old you just want to have fun exactly. you know? so sometimes you get lost in the sauce you yeah. know what i mean but as you're ascending to that higher place you got to really kind of separate yourself mm -hmm. and at times you might have to make those hard decisions you might have to have those tough conversations yeah at right. a young age you know but you know it kind of pays dividends to what you're doing now right i think it's it's also like you know at a young age just trying to figure out what you want to do and then experiencing certain things that don't allow you to grow so you know like you know people not being supportive of you um maybe um you're in relationships that are toxic or maybe you know your parents don't agree with what you want to do you know so there's a lot of things that kind of be that can be like negative but it's not in a way where it's uh, purposely so i think at that age of like 18 19 i'm like yo you know what one thing that like um makes me like happy or energetic is is like playing sports or being active the fitness right so i'm just figuring out like okay cool so every time i'm playing sports or i'm working out how can i feel good how can i feel happy but then when i go home i'm going home through like not going home but like outside the gym i'm in like negative you know environments mm -hmm. where it's like i don't want to be in this i want i don't want to do that right so now you got to make a decision where it's like i had to kind of subtract all the things that were negative all the things that were draining me mm. and, and and focus on the things that was like giving me energy good yeah, energy absolutely um so around that time of like 18 19 
I kind of found a gym where I was, but I had no experience. Um, I went to gym in Markham and they basically taught me everything how to how to run a gym. Uh, shout out to Fight Fitness. Um, without that place, I think I wouldn't be who I am. And it's because it's the environment. It was much different than Scarborough. You know, uh, the comfort of talking slang with your dudes and homies to like being in front of, you know, much older people that, um, you know, have like a lot of different jobs, careers um, that can give you a lot of wisdom and experience and advice. Um, and the conversations are different. Mm -hmm. So you, you definitely need to understand your current environment, whether you're chilling with your homies or you're, you know, at work um, um, and dealing with, you know, professionals. So I think that time was very uncomfortable, just transitioning from what I want to do um, and just being at the gym and, and being out of my comfort zone and, and have to, having to socialize, having to communicate, how to, having to show leadership. Um, so those were tough things, but at a young age, if you're able to kind of get a grasp of it and see incremental like growth um, of what you're doing, you're definitely going to obtain confidence where you're going to do what you want to do, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the points that you kind of hit on nail was um, just understanding how to translate with different um, groups, yeah, you know, being yeah. in Scarborough, where it's a more urbanized community mm -hmm. where people talk slang and yeah. they have their, you know, their, their tones and stuff like right. that. And then going to a more uh, rural or, you know, upbeat you know, area where, upbeat, yeah. you know, it's more a different crowd, you yeah. know, it's just like going into a room now in business, you got to be able to understand the room that you're entering Correct. and the language you're going to speak. Exactly. So I think that's very important because as you continue to ascend in business, mm -hmm. you know, you can be in Silicon Valley, you can yeah. be on Wall Street and right. you got to understand like who you're speaking to Correct. or who yeah. your, your audience or your consumer is, mm -hmm. you know, so we're going to take a stab at your, your backstory. Yeah. So, um, you talked about having, you know, an experience at Fight Fit. Yeah. And then after that experience, um, you had an opportunity now to, you know, open your own brand. Yeah. And, you know, tell me about that process. Right. So I think um, I got to a level where I seen that I, I was capable of providing more value to people around me. Um, so that just means like, you know, a brand that I started right after, you know, leaving that gym was like a clothing brand. Uh, Patriarch Supply, where we uh, focus on uh, multicultural and, and, and diversity here in Toronto. And, you know, our, our designs all translates to, you know, live and breathe here in Toronto. You know, we provide to St. Stephen's Community House with like newcomers program and our proceeds go through there. So the focus was that like one thing I learned from my mentor was, you know, if you want to grow your own thing, you got to create a community or a tribe that follows you. So I'm like, oh, damn, like, I, you know, I came from Scarborough. So I think it's only right for me to go back to Scarborough and create something that you know, in Scarborough. Mm -hmm. um, so anyways, and me and my bro, we created a, a clothing line, which I, I believe was successful in a sense of what we were trying to achieve. Um, and we, you know, got into different events, venues, and then we got into CNE, mm -hmm. and um, that was challenging, but um, that was great to kind of grow my personal brand and my, my, my clothing line. Um, once that happened, I was able to obtain capital where I'm like, you know what, my ultimate goal in life was to, to open a gym. And once I got that opportunity, I was just like, all right, cool. I'm going full throttle with this thing. Um, and then Rain and Fitness happened. Yeah, and it's crazy because when you started Patriarch Supply, um, yeah. 
I remember you had um, that pop up in Ken- Kensington Market. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, bro, that's crazy. Yeah, that was that was a, like a while ago. Yeah, and, um, yeah. You know, I always seen you know you had that that drive or that vision to bet on yourself. Appreciate it. You know, and there's a lot of people in 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 our era or our day and age that you know would rather hop on the next brand than create their own. Right. You know, so that says a lot about your 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 vision you know of seeing a a brand from the ground up and wanting to start it so talk a little bit about that experience when you had the opportunity to have your setup at the the canadian national exhibition place yeah i think so like it was a year into my clothing line um we were at um the christmas market distillery district um so we got into a retail store called got styles um and that went really well uh really well we we got into a gentleman in toronto which is a tattoo piercing shop downtown on queen street so we had, you know, different places where we were selling our stuff and also online and stuff like that. So I wanted to always take that next jump or like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this next goal or vision or challenge. And I think the biggest thing that people go to is CNE, right? So I'm like, all right, you know, let's, let's try to get a, 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 a vendor, be a vendor there, you know? So it was, a, it was crazy because I've never experienced running a clothing line business like in retail physically right so with that being said i had to figure out how to you know get this money um use that money for product um to rent out that 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 container that we were at seeing to, to pay my employees all that and it was tough at you know 23 being like yeah how am i gonna do this but i think it's just if you're passionate about something like the, anything it is that you gotta go for it and you gotta put a lot of energy energy into it Right, so uh, I think what I've learned is I had that purpose of giving back to the community, which is Toronto, um, by our proceeds through our clothing line, but also brings us together through the multi-languages and the diversity we had within our brand and our message. And I think um, just seeing it was my ultimate goal, like my ultimate challenge. If I, I, was, I was able to test myself, if I, was, if I can manage this, if I can brand this, if I can stay consistent um, all three of 18 days, you know, so it was good, man. It was a great learning experience. Um, definitely needed, you know, at, at that time. It really kind of made me more responsible with certain things in my life and, and, and just focus on tunnel vision because no one's going to grow your brand except for you, you know. So for you to like, you know, market your brand and, and showcase your brand, like you got to believe in it first and you got to make other people around you believers. And that goes through consistency. You know, you can't just post something one day and then the next day not post or the next week's not post, right? There's no consistency there. So I think what, you, what your message is, your brand is, you gotta be consistent with it. That's how you're gonna bring a following. That's how you're gonna create a community um, that follows you. Yeah, absolutely. And you've been able to recreate your your brand yeah. and your identity multiple of times and yeah. different occurrences. So um, now transitioning from patriotic supply to Braden Fitness now, Right. what were the similarities or the commonalities of what the brand represented or stood for? Correct. So I think about um, the, the easiest transition from, you know, a clothing brand and a fitness like um, um, gym is that I think it's connection with just human and human interactions. Like, you know what I'm saying? For me to um, have people follow Patriot Supply, the clothing line, was being at events throughout the whole city, you know, having small events, being at Bubble Tea event, Toronto Urban Fashion Show, being at uh, UFT's um, fashion show, um, Osgood York, York University's fashion show. So just being around a lot of different events, right? And that's where people are gonna 
genuinely get to know you uh, rather than your online presence. So I think one of my strengths were like being always, always being interpersonal with everyone around me, mm. you know, having everyone connect with each other. So I think for my strength was I'm going to utilize, you know, creating events or projects and planning and organizing events so people get to know my brand easily. Mm. From there, it was like with fitness is more so being a personal trainer and teaching fitness classes, you, 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 you grow a relationship with that individual so much because they, they trust you. Mm -hmm. Um, they open up to you. Um, they, they, they trust that, you know, you're going to lead them to your, their goals. Um, you make them feel comfortable in your classes or, 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 you know, sessions. Um, and you motivate them, right? So it's all this human to human connection or interactions that kind of, made my transition easier into the gym setting. Yeah, and uh, we talk about the importance of building things that are homegrown. So right. what did it mean to you to open, you know, your first facility in the Scarborough community? Yeah, so that was always the goal. Like um, when I went to, when I started as a trainer, um, I had an opportunity, you know, my homie hit me up. I was like, yo, you wanna be a trainer, you know, Tommy. So it's like, all right, cool, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this, you know, opportunity. Um, I think opening my own facility was, it, it, it's a blessing. I think um, I'm, I'm thankful for everyone supporting and believing in it. And I think um, it's been a swell journey, you know, and I think um, there's so much more to grow. And we just got to wait until COVID's done, you know, or, the, you know, all this is done. Yeah, and it's crazy because we, we always say it, you know, Scarborough is a place of what you refer to as a place of hidden gems. Yeah. A lot of great things and great people come out of that community, mm -hmm. but maybe there's not like that light being shined on right, it. Right, right. You know, so talk about that. So I think, uh, sorry, back to your question was like, um, why did I come back to this community? It was like, I see a lot of, you know, talents um, growing up, a lot of great basketball players, a lot of great athletes, football players, track stars. Um, a lot of great musicians around the community. And I think it's either we don't support each other enough to kind of promote each other, or we don't have the resources that we can fulfill, you know? Living in these lower income communities, it's kind of tougher for a student to you know, get that opportunity to go somewhere else if their family is not financially stable, right? So a lot of things may be cut short, you know? So I think, with Scarborough, like we need to continue to put each other on. I think we need to create more resources where people can go for help, uh, to learn, um, to better themselves, to help and give back to the youth and the community. And that was my always my objective that you know, I started in, in Markham. I'm gonna come back to Scarborough because I'm gonna create my own following community in, in where? A place where I grew up my whole life, almost my whole life. So like, you know, growing up and we're still connected. You know, but understand that back then we were talking about these ideas yeah. like five, six years ago. It's crazy. So, so now it's like, it's here, you know? Yeah. So I think just allowing people to be inspired or just know that like, yo, Phil was a regular dude in Scarborough going up, going to the wine city, you know, regular, whatever. But he was able to do it. How? You know, he's just stuck with your goals, but stick with your visions and, um, you know, believe in yourself. Yeah, that's that's really important. Um, you you know, said a lot of key points there. I feel like in our community there, when there's more guys that are doing great things like right. yourself and the Thomases of the world and yeah. other um, creatives and stuff like that, yeah. it's important to 
to uplift them and yeah. also to connect and build with them. You 100%. Know, we, we, we talked about all these plans, man, in like the course of five, six years. Mm -hmm. And one thing I always used to tell you is like, yo, you always had that vision. Yeah. You, you wrote things down in writing. Yeah, yeah, you held yourself accountable. Exactly, you know? So yeah. like now when you tell me about these things, I'm not really surprised by it yeah. because I've seen it firsthand. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. like you started, like I said, you started from the bottom and now you're here doing stuff with like Lululemon and mm -hmm. all these stuff. So yeah, man, what is that process like from being that kid at 19 or 20 years old and right. not really having people in your corner see that vision for yourself and now having, you know, Lululemon seeing a vision in you? Yeah, crazy, bro. Um, I think it just starts with like, I think the faster you're able to figure out what you want to do, I think the easiest way to figure out what you want to do is what makes you passionate. Very simple. What makes you happy? What makes you energetic? Once you find that, which for me was fitness, boom. So like, how come I'm always happy in the gym? It gives me great energy. So find something that's, that you're passionate about, do it. You know, whether it makes you money or not. I used to, you know, train people outside for like five bucks, 10 bucks. Like this is when I just started, but it's not because I wanted to make money, it's because I'm down to do this, you know? But um, I think what it is, just sticking to what you really wanted to do. Um, and then from there, like, you always got goals and visions to work with this and that and whoever. Um, those opportunities will arise as you continue to focus on your goals and yourself and being better each and every day, you know? Um, so once you do that, genuinely, I think people around you, like your community, or people that believe in you, support you, put more trust in you, put more belief in you, support you more because they've seen the work you've done. Just like you, you, you and me, we've seen each other put in the work. So it's like, we're not really phased that we're here, mm. but it's also like um, we have abundance amount of confidence where we're, we're able to obtain something that we saw six years ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So now being able to kind of work with a partner um, as reputable as Lululemon, yeah. how does that kind of, you know, give you that now, that elevated platform or right. that resource yeah. where you can say, okay, I want to implement these things in the Scarborough community. Correct. We talked about earlier, you having that event last year yeah. or sorry, 2019 it was. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. yeah so having that September. event, yeah, that, that event that kind of brought that sense of community back. Right. So, so I think um, I always wanted to work with, like, you know, a big brand. I think Lululemon was just amazing in a sense of their story, their vision about growing their community. And I think um, it was just perfect timing. You know, I'm all about, you know, bringing people together. I'm always about growing a community, my own community in Raiden Fitness, right? This is where everyone can empower each other. Everyone can connect and network with each other. And I think when you have the same visions, it's easier to, it's easy to blend and gel, you know, work um, and, and create fun things to do. So I, I was able to provide an, I was given an opportunity to become a brand ambassador by just really being um, engaged with Lululemon for like a whole year. You know, them inviting me to an event because one of the ambassadors knew me. Boom, so I got into that event and then it was just a networking event. And then um, Lululemon did something amazing, which I think everyone thinks that Lululemon is like a female's brand or a woman's brand or a yoga brand, but it's totally not. It's way more than that. And I think um, that year of 2019, they created, you know, a campaign called Always in Motion. Mm -hmm. And this was to kind of build the men's community much more. So, you know, starting off with that event I started off with, you know, they invited me to more events. 
And with each event, I was able to bring someone new that didn't know about Lean Lemon. And then um, the opportunity arrives where I'm like, hey, can I host the workout for Lou Lemon at my gym? You know, and they're like, yeah, for sure, go ahead. And that's the event that you were at. Wow. Um, so it's just like, you know, being keeping in touch with them, you know, um, being consistent with them, um, just showing that you genuinely want to build a community uh, and, and help people. And I think my message and Lou Lemon's message were just meshed and gelled in together where like, you know, they believe in me and what I'm trying to do with Scarborough. And, and I would love for them to be my support in all this. And, and that's why we're, you know, in a partnership where I'm a brand ambassador. And my objective is to, to kind of create things for the community. And Lululemon has been so supportive of, you know, figuring out what my ideas are and how they can help expand that idea. Like an example, like I had Braden Run Club. All my runners in the Run Club um, were provided, you know, shorts um, or um, leggings for all the runners, you know. So I think that was something great and, and nice for um, Lululemon to do when they didn't need to do it. And this, at this point, I was even a brand ambassador. So just like them seeing my vision, them um, genuinely wanting to support me, it was just crazy that, you know, this was handed to me. And I'm like, anytime I ever get this opportunity, I'm going to have to give it back to the community. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy that you talk about, you know, them giving you that allotted experience. But what you did is you passed that elevator back down. Right. You know, we talk about uh, UP and what you did for them and opening mm -hmm. the door for them and giving them an opportunity to run classes in your gym. Yeah. Them being, um, you know, Scarborough members, 100%. James and, and Demp and all these yeah, guys. Yeah. And, you know, now you giving them the opportunity, you yeah. know, so it's 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 very um, selfless because mm -hmm. we see a lot of people in the communities and in this world that we live in when they have something you know they want to withhold these positions of power and act as right. gatekeepers and yeah. they don't want a, the guy that's coming up to give them that opportunity that he's deserving so right. just talk about like why you continue to you know give that opportunity back down to those who I, are deserving of it yeah yeah i think like at the end of the day i wouldn't be who i am if i wasn't surrounded by the people i, I surrounded myself with you know, a lot of environments growing up, I, I, I wasn't like, you know, I shouldn't be in these situations, right? So like, are these situations helping me? Am I growing from these situations? Is there a huge consequence in these situations that I'm in? You know, so changing those environments and, and then being provided an opportunity to do better, to do well, to give back, which is like going to Markham and into that new gym is like, damn, like everyone's so giving here. Everyone's so open, everyone's so positive. Um, and, and they're welcoming me as some dude that doesn't even talk. I don't really talk to people. Like, you know, I was ignorant, you know, I was like an introvert. So I was always quiet too. So um, they really opened me up to be like, okay, cool. And my objective is like, damn, I had great role models growing up, you know, whether through school, my, my, my brother, his friends, all that. I, I always listened to them. They were like my mentor. Mm. So like learning from their experience, you know, I, I knew what to do from right or wrong. You know, and then from that point, it was just like, anytime I have an opportunity to give back, I'm definitely doing that. Because, you know, there were times where I needed help growing up. Yeah. And, and there was people from YMCA, everyone that was like supportive and, and willing to listen to me. So it was like, for me to open my hands or open my arms to like, you know, uh, UP and run classes, it was like, bro, I'm down to do that any, other, any day. Like, you know, I think you grow stronger and better when you connect with people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why am I gonna be selfish and act like, yo, 
I'm the guy with the gym is like, for what reason? What purpose does that serve? But like yeah. this ego, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm always trying to use what I have, my platform, my resource to help people. Like I didn't have to go on Instagram live and do free classes and do like 40 classes for free, right? But I want to do it because I, have, I feel like I have a responsibility because I have a gym that mm -hmm. I should be facilitating my service regardless if it's, you know, closed or not. And I can't, you know, do real fitness classes. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you have that skill set, you have that knowledge, experience, why not give back to the community? You know? Absolutely. And, you know, it shows, man, you know, like, like even myself, uh, I felt like I was in great positions in my life. And, yeah. you know, the people that always gave me the opportunities and, you know, these are backstories when I'm playing in Rucker right. Park or 100%. Dykeman or the Drew League or OVO. You know, this is an opportunity that the OG allotted to me yeah. because he's seen that I was the young guy coming up. Right, yeah. You know, and I always looked at it as when it was my turn, I was going to pay it forward. Yeah. You know, 100%. I always used to say it, pay it forward, right? Circle yeah. of life. There's going to be a kid that's going to be you 20 years from mm -hmm. now, right? You got to give him more than you give, like, than people gave you. Right. Because that's how you keep things going. Yeah. So we talk about, like, you know, giving and, you know, I had my uh, charity community event at the high school. And right. That was my way of serving the community. Correct. You yeah. know, and y you were there and, you know, I mean, you're a big influence of that from the back end. Yeah. You know, I remember talking to you about like, yeah, man, like, you know, we can connect, you know, the community through sports, 100%. through everybody coming and seeing people. And like I said, you, you know, knowing Kamar and yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. connecting there. And it's crazy. It's, it's a small world growing up when, um, like I always looked at it like fitness for me was like a huge, like connector to everyone. Even all my clients that are, you know, corporate jobs or doctors or whatever, accountants, whatever, they all come from different career environments, job environments, but they all connect at the gym in a fitness class. You know, no one judges anyone, but it's rather everyone empowers them and motivates everyone. Yeah. So that's crazy where you can just like, you know, utilize like I, I always looked at people coming to fitness classes to get away from their personal life, just to have that one hour to focus on themselves. Whether it's working out, being around people, um, being in a strong, happy environment, um, and, and motivating. At the end of the workout, you're gonna feel accomplished, achieved. You know, you're gonna feel good about yourself. You know, so you know, giving back to the community is, is, is very important because it's a responsibility of, of of you know if you believe that you have these leadership traits. Um, you should facilitate it and um, people are going to follow you. People are going to support you, help you, but also want you to, you know, show them that you can do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, obviously you being in, you know, the peak of your career, entering your first prime, I should say, uh, what is the future for Raiden Fitness? Crazy. Uh, it's a headquarters, a headquarters in Scarborough. Um, I've been talking about, man, how many, how how, for, for like six years, but we, I've been saying that I want to open a gym. Yep. You know, it's been here. Like I'm content with that, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm not satisfied because I feel like I have so much more to offer. And, and, and this, this community would love, I, I would, I think this community would love bigger facilities where everyone can, you know, more people can, can be in. So my goal with Raiden Fitness is a headquarters, um, a headquarters that, um, is big enough for, you know, creative opportunities, like, you know, creative space. Mm -hmm. um, a therapy, um, different fitness classes, you know, merchandise, um, all under one location, um, I think would be amazing. You know, it'll be just a, a hub where everyone can just chill, whereas there's a lounge there, 
Um, you can get, you know, refreshing smoothies right after your workout and, and, and creating an environment where people want to be there, you know, because the energy in there is, 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 is great. It's positive. It helps you. It motivates you, inspires you. So um, if I can see that in the, my current gym now, I think if I were to like, you know, triple the size or anything, I think, you know, it would create a bigger following, yeah. a bigger community. Um, so that's what I like to see when people connect with each other um, uh, in my classes. It's, it's, it's amazing to see where, you know, they don't know each other and then after class, like, you know, they're friends and then they go get a smoothie together. Like, damn, that's amazing how, you know, people can gel like that. Yeah. And I think we need more of that rather than pushing each other away or, you know, um, not supporting each other. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the future is bright for, you know, not only the community in Scarborough, but right. like just the development from a community standpoint. Yeah. You know, like you have, you know, great fitness professionals and creative artists and, and athletes mm -hmm. and entertainers and all these other people that do great things in their field. And, you know, like I said, it's never been done where yeah. everybody comes together and yeah. collaborates. Mm -hmm. So that's a great opportunity. Yeah. You know, maybe we got to be the first ones to be okay. Let's like start this alliance where Correct. we can kind of all bring our diverse talents together and yeah. form something whether it's a multi-purpose community space mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whether it's you know a creative hub yeah you know the same things that's been replicated in places like new york city and atlanta yeah. and dc and la and chicago mm -hmm. so um like i said man it's, it's pretty dope and you know the the sky is not the limit it's just mm -hmm. the view you know so like i always tell you man just kind of keep leading the culture in the right Appreciate way it, and great things are going to continue to happen so yeah. We're going to turn into what I like to do here. It's called quick hitters. Well, yeah, yeah. there's rapid fire questions, but Fair. we're going to do Scarborough edition. So top three food spots in Scarborough. Damn, bro. Oh, man, you put me on the spot quick. I don't want to say perfect, but perfect is a late night joint. Um, perfect. <laughs> nah, I, don't even, I can't even put that in. It's just a late night joint, you know, when you're coming home late. Mm -hmm. um, man, good joints. I love Caribbean joints. A lot of them are in Scarborough. Yeah. Um, it's too diverse to say specifically who, where, man. I, I'm, I'm, I love to try different cultures. Yeah. I think in Scarborough, there's so much diverse cuisine, which is amazing. I don't even want to point one out, you know? I guess, I guess growing up, what was like your, your, your go-tos, your three go-tos food yeah. spots? Uh, I say Panda and Marvel Mall. Mm. Um, I say Jimmy the Greek. Jimmy we always had the Greek. Jimmy the Greek after workouts, after, after workouts yeah. and stuff. Um, and Jamaican style, bro. It's by like Midland and Lawrence. Okay, okay, yeah. that's what's up. And then um, top three like historical landmarks in Scarborough. So it could be like Chill Spot, Market Station. Yes, sir. Uh, Scarborough Town Center. Yep. The Bluff. Gee, yeah, the Bluffs. Yeah, Yo, it's so crazy because like. Back when we we're like 2014, 2015, yeah. people weren't going to the bluffs. Yeah, for I, I always say, oh, man's like us made it cool because everybody's like now going, oh, Scarborough Bluffs. Y'all yeah. wasn't there in 2014. <laughs> you really know, man. Yeah, so it's, it's dope, man. So yeah, you said STC, um, Market Station, and uh, Scarborough Bluffs. Yeah. That's crazy. And then your top three high school anthems. Like, so if this is like a, your top three songs that like kind of defined you in high school. Jeez, um top three songs definitely j cole inspired me through high school so probably his his album friday night lights <sighs> two-face two-face um a lot man uh warm-up simba yep um 
their presence too. Yeah, my yeah. my my track was uh, School Days. School Days, yeah, that's that's a fire from a come up though. Yeah, from yeah. A come up, yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. And Lil Wayne was tough too. Yeah, 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 man. And then um, you know, one thing I'm gonna end on here as a positive note is, you know, um, if you could give a message to your younger self, what would that be? So if you can tell the 18 year old Phil um, something that you learned from your immense experiences, what would it be? Uh, so don't give up. I think that's important. Like at 18, if I made a decision to not do this, where would I be now? I think I would never want to live in that mindset of regret. Like I should have made, took this opportunity and, you know, and done it and I didn't. So I think looking back, I'll, I'll, I'll tell my young self to just go take your risk, keep doing it. Cause you know, things will happen for you. Opportunities will arise. Um, no matter if people believe in you during the time or not, you have to have a lot of belief and confidence in yourself to do something. Yeah, man. You yeah. you look at uh, Freddie V, bro. Bet on Freddie. yourself, man. Yeah. So Undrafted, like, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's crazy that you say that, man. Just kind mm-hmm. of like risking it for yourself, you know, seeing that like you can't give up. And I would even say it's a risk. I think it's a risk when you don't focus on yourself mm-hmm. and not trying to be self-centered. It's like, um when you focus on yourself and, and, and you grow your character face you, you sharpen them um you're a better person you're able to provi- give people um genuinely um and, and you know that's what it is i think you just need to be better for yourself and then everything around you can be better um and i think that translates very heavily when you want to open your own business because if you're a fake person or, or if you know if you're a sly person that's going to translate and resonate into your business. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's always key to just be genuine. Um, take responsibility for things that you know that happen, whether it's rewards or consequences, um, and just continue believing yourself. So just, just do it. Yeah, and then um, the phrase "the rose that grew from Scarborough." What does that mean to you? Uh, Define all odds. I think when when things are stacked against you, or um, you, you feel like no one's around you and support you i think you just got once again bet on yourself um um you're always going to make it out you know how hard the environment is i think if you have a strong mind like a rose growing you know from concrete it's more so it's still going to continue to push in whether with whatever conditions and environment so yeah so um you know i just wanted to end there um by saying that's what you have uh exemplified you know for me knowing you since you're 15 years old to now man it's that immense growth you know i remember meeting you at the y and you know you were the kid that was you know probably shy to say what's up but we shared that passion in basketball and over the years we got closer you know we kind of built together right you know we held each other accountable you know we supported each other and like you were here now you know it's it's crazy to see all the things we had to live through you know with whether it's you know bad people in our life Mm -hmm. um you know negative experiences there yeah you know, just, you know, just staying close with each other, you know, and like seeing, supporting each other through the bad and the good, mm-hmm. you know, when our other friends made bad decisions, we're trying to like say, hey, you know, you got to pick it up. Yeah, we we'll better ourselves and, and people around them will better, better themselves as well. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's amazing to see, man. And like I said, you always have my support here. You're Appreciate always welcome that. on our platform and, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to check out here on uh, season three, episode three. The rose that grew from Scarborough. Um, special shout out to our partners, uh, Topic Wear, best boxers in the city, as well as um, All Black Market.
the online digital platform that highlights black creatives and other black owned businesses. So check it out. I'm your host with my guy Phil here and uh, we're tuning out. Peace. Thank you.